Hello, this is Roy Lilly. You know, it's easy to confuse strength of feeling for strength of argument. The truth is blindingly obvious, but convictions can be so much more persuasive. The NHS is somehow stuck in the middle of what's obvious and what's utility. It can't do what it needs to do because it cannot escape from what is necessary. The predicament is overwhelming. Demand outstripping the capacity and the people to deal with it. There's a backlog of around 7 million patients waiting for something or other. All of the imperatives point towards getting the numbers down. The politics, the press, the patients and their families, they all say the same, get the numbers down. Such as it's able, such as it's within its power, the NHS will bust the gut to do just that. In normal times each year, the NHS carries out about 10 million operations. 2 million are emergencies and the rest are exploratory or elective. You can see where this is going. Demand is not going away. More people will emerge, their needs camouflaged by COVID. Without a huge increase in capacity, the numbers will increase and the NHS will continue to run up the down escalator. For every patient sent merrily on their way, three or four, and that's the point we don't know how many, three or four are likely to join the queue. Waiting is unstable and cannot reach equilibrium. Application of normal queuing theory is all but defeated. It's called Little's Law. The long-term average number of customers in a stationary system is equal to the long-term average arrival rate multiplied by the average time that the customer spends in the system. Normal queue theory tells us dealing with people and the order of their arrival is a golden rule. There's also an assumption capacity to deal with the queue is a constant. In the NHS, the complexity of team management, rotor distribution, staffing gaps and physical resource cannot guarantee that. And the practicalities of sickness and trauma tell us prioritisation is inevitable. Variations in complexity of conditions and multimorbidity makes a first-come, first-served solution impossible to sustain. Cancer, if control of the disease is lost, the patient can be lost. Prioritization of resource for cancer is a given. Prioritization for painful varicose veins may be lower, but for the patient whose job may be in a shop or on a production line or in a warehouse, there is no greater priority than getting back to work. Now, no matter how much the likes of Bully Boy Huff and Puff and the front pages of the tabloids scream, there is not a solution to the demand versus present capacity conundrum it will compound. Improvements in productivity, innovation, cunning plans and culling waiting lists will only work at the margins. There is no solution. Or is there? Well, there is. It's not an instant, nor is it an obvious solution, and it's stuck. Stuck because we confuse strength of feeling for strength of argument. It's blindingly obvious, but convictions are more persuasive, stuck in the middle of what is obvious and what is utility. The obvious answer is stop people getting sick in the first place. The WHO estimates 60% of presentations into healthcare systems are lifestyle related. Now, this doesn't mean you all have to join a gym and stop eating chips. It does mean we have to get smarter at figuring out what makes people sick. And the answer to that is in the data. Each of us has a lifetime of data about when we were sick, what with and what fixed us up. Our personal data 
is useless. Your family's data might be more valuable, but all of our data taken together is a treasure trove. Our personal data, which some people have such strong convictions about, which others argue over, make it, making it impossible to unpick, unpack and use means the NHS is stuck in the middle of what's obvious. There are over 1.3 million people who give their blood to save lives, make people healthy and make so much of the NHS possible. What if we asked how many would offer their data to save lives, make people healthy and make a lot of the NHS unnecessary? Data donors, please crunch my data to stop the NHS getting crushed. Thanks for listening. This has been Roy Lilly and I hope we'll speak again soon. Bye bye now.